The doctor is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, our 469th podcast. Incredible over these last five and a half to six years. I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. And I remind you that your diet is not only what you eat, it is what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, the people you hang around, and be mindful of the things you put into your body, both emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So welcome, and again, another program on EMF, electromagnetic pollution. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But I do want to tell you that on February 7th, we will have a, a really uh, outstanding guest, Dr. Russell Jaffe. Uh, he is the founder and chairman of Perk P-E-R-Q-U-E. He's been on the program before, and when I was looking back, you know, you can go back as far as 2018. And uh, he has studied predictive biomarkers. What is that? That is blood tests that you can get from your primary care provider. And if they're out of the optimal range, they can be brought into the optimal range and increase your longevity. Eight tests that you don't want your primary care physician to say, okay, they're normal. Well, you don't want them normal as we've been talking about. You want them optimal. And if these eight particular tests are optimal, you can increase your longevity. He'll be talking about genes and epigenetics, genes that, um, ways that you can influence your genes so they are not uh, as influential as you think. Only only 8% of our genes, according to Dr. Jaffe, are not changeable. So he will be addressing strategies. So that'll be February 7th, Dr. Russell Jaffe. And if you care to look at those other, the if you care to listen to previous podcasts, just go to my uh, website on podbean.com, drronradio.podbean.com, and type in Jaffe, J-A-F-F-E, and you can see those podcasts there. So ladies and gentlemen, I, I saw a, an, a headline today. No bees, no food. 75% of the world's food crops depend on pollinators. You know what they are, bees. And uh, they had a bee day this year. I didn't know about it, May 20th. And I found out there's 25 to 30,000 different species of bees. And more than 75% of the world's food crops depend on these and other pollinators. As do 90% of wild flowering plants. Isn't that incredible, these, these little bees? But University of New Hampshire researchers are warning that there's been a dramatic decline in 14 wild bee species that are needed for pollination of apples, blueberries, cranberries, and other crops that are grown in the Northwest. They're warning that a pesticide made by bear crop science that claims it's completely safe for bees is in fact harming foraging bees, triggering abnormal activity, 
motor coordination deficits and increased death rates. So why did this catch my attention? Because in this article, they talk about bees species declining. And the uh, article mainly is centered around pesticides and how we need more vigorous assessment of pesticides. Well, that's all well and good. And I believe that. But about a year ago, I introduced you to a book called The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life by Arthur Furstenberg. And why is that important? Well, let me find page, I think it was on 88, 89, 90. It, it goes back to when Marconi first introduced wireless antennas. Okay, and uh, I guess it's page 95. I lost my place here. Sorry about that. But on page 95, it's, it's the title of the chapter is Mystery of the Isle of Wight. In 1890, they were starting to worry about electricity. But in 1897, Mr. Marconi erected his own needle tower, a 12-story building high tower that supported the antenna for what became the world's first permanent radio station. He did not ask and did not stop to ask if it was safe. Other researchers had observed that electrotherapy was not producing good results. And they were starting to wonder why. And they were starting to experiment in the early in the late 1800s 1890s about alternating currents you know what they found they found that the the subjects the people that lived around this this electricity their blood pressure fell significantly but they didn't lose consciousness But they also, they also found their oxygen levels were decreased. And they wrote in 1890 that the currents of high frequency penetrate deeply into an organism. And in 1896, just a year and a half after experimenting with radio equipment, this 22-year-old youth began running, running high temperatures, which he attributed to stress. And this is all well documented. His wife got sick. Okay, because they lived near radio towers. He had a second wife. She, she uh, Then he collapsed with chest pains. He was diagnosed with a severe heart condition. He finally died at age 83. People tried to warn him, according to this chapter, that there was something to be concerned about, all these radio waves, electromagnetic pollution. 
Well, in any case, as you keep reading this, you will find that the bee population started to decrease. Birds started to die. Honeybees started to decrease. He has chapter upon chapter on this. And it was affecting people, and they were documenting it. Rural heart disease in the 30s was increasing. In the 40s, it was increasing. So that really caught my attention. I said, you know what? I've been telling my listeners to not put their cell phones up to their ears, to turn their Wi-Fi off at night, and that it's bad enough we have a pollution from the thousands of chemicals that we come in contact with daily, but we are exposed to this electromagnetic pollution, this electromagnetic fields, which our bodies uh, are not accustomed to. It's unprecedented. We have cell phones, we have cell phone base stations, we have Wi-Fi devices, we have power lines, electrical wiring, computers, televisions, Microwave ovens. Remember microwave ovens? Those of us are a little bit older. And when they first came out, they had a warning. If you have a pacemaker, don't go near them. But they, they, these waves surround us 24-7. And a lot of people are saying, you know, can humans survive this assault? So as we've progress through life, we've developed ways to cope with what was thrown at us. We developed skin pigmentation to shield us from the sun. Other species went underground. They, they went under foliage in the rainforest. But during these last hundred years, these EMFs have become so prolific, we've had to develop a similar adaptation, excuse me. But can we? The other adaptations took thousands of years. What's going to happen now? Now, what disturbs me is these EMFs are disturbing our immune function. They create inflammation, which I have told you is the basis of most chronic diseases. They interfere with the microbiome in our gut the trillions of germs that live inside of us. Our gut contains 70 to 80% of our immunity. So we have a brain, we have a second brain in the gut and the microbiome has been described as the third brain. Some physicians are thinking that, you know, how much allergies and asthma we've seen recently, how many, how many children have allergies to everything. Is that the warning signal like the bees are, are telling us that chronic exposure to these fields is leading us to have immune deficiencies and chronic allergic responses and just overall ill health? Because who doesn't have headaches, dizziness, fatigue, concentrating problems, sleeping problems, itching skin, 
And what I find in my, this older population down here in Florida, a lot of tinnitus ringing in their ears and balance problems. Could they all be caused by this? No, but we have to consider that it is a contributing factor. They do increase cell damage, however, and that's never good. Make some reports cite evidence that EMF exposure contributes to DNA damage. That's not good. And these damage, damages, these effects are occurring below what the U.S. limits say are safe. And I told you about the, especially the iPhone last week, you know, it, it, all those measurements are taken at least four inches from the ear. And most people have that right up to their head. <clears throat> and what is... What's going to happen with the exhilarated rollout of 5G? How many studies on human biology are, are being done or have been done on 5G? There's a body of evidence that is showing up, ladies and gentlemen, that is showing that EMFs cause harm and it's becoming too large to ignore. GreenMedInfo.com, GreenMedInfo.com has a thousand EMF abstracts talking about DNA damage, cancer, inflammation, and more. But I'm concerned about the immune function because what have we learned during the Chinese virus? If you had a strong immune system, if you had natural immunity, you were better off than if you got the genetic jab. So we have to have a superior interior at all times. And we have to keep our microbiome, you know, which is, people haven't paid attention to it for thousands of years, but it's there. We have microbes in our brain, in our guts, on our skin. Everybody using antimicrobial wipes and all, taking away some of the natural defenses for other microbes, the ones that are on our skin that are really helping our operating system. So we're an ecosystem. We're a symphony orchestra. Every part of the, our body, our cells is part of the symphony orchestra. Each has a part. And when everything is working properly, you have a beautiful musical symphony. So roughly 10% of our cells are human. Think of that. And that, that, that's where we have the encoded DNA to show we are human. The remaining 90% are constituted DNA from the microbes. And it's encoded in microbial DNA. So what happens when these EMFs from all these different electrical and electronic devices with foreign information, by, by the way, comes into our cells. What do our cells do? They think we're being attacked. 
That's how you get the inflammation. And it destroys the balance between the good and bad bacteria. I've said since the beginning of this Chinese virus that the microbiome is everything. We have to keep that interior superior. And EMF exposure has been shown to inhibit bacterial growth. Affect how our and how antibiotics work. And here's what's scary. Remember how in the book, The Invisible Rainbow, they talked about decreased oxygen in the 1890s. Human DNA resonates at 54 to 78 gigahertz. The frequency of oxygen molecule absorption is around 60 gigahertz. And 5G operates at all those frequencies. Because already they have have approval of bands of frequencies for 5G at 24, 28, 38, 39, 48 gigahertz. With 32 gigahertz, 42 gigahertz, 50, 71 to 76, 81 to 86, and above 95 being proposed. And oxygen is around 60. Are we going to all get short of breath? I mean, here's this. I just want you to think about this. This is our life, our children's lives. I'm just briefly mention these uh, compact fluorescent lights, energy saving lights. But there's another side to that. They can cause skin cancer. According to dermatologist, Dr. Tong Melanoma, they can create significant EMF pollution in our home wiring. They have mercury in them. So, so maybe you think, well, I only, I'll only be upset when they break. Well, as we talk more about the medicine of the future, which is already here, frequency medication, medicine, the frequencies of the light that comes through that mercury can be transmitted to your body. The mercury frequency can be transmitted to your body. And it's a neurotoxin. And it could be in every room of your house, you could be exposed to the frequencies of mercury. So this exposure can cause premature aging. Studies say it can cause cancer. And they have a lot of high frequency noise and dirty electricity. And I just found that there's five or so milligrams of mercury found in each of these bulbs. So you may not be exposed to the mercury itself, but you may be exposed to the frequencies of mercury. 
and they do give off EMF pollution. So that to me is, is, is really uh, important, right? You have the EMF and then you have the frequencies of mercury coming into your body. So there's lots of scientists that are coming out against it, but you know, money wins, but we have to take care of ourselves. We have to be the CEOs of our own body. Nobody's going to make decisions for us. We have to make our own decisions for ourselves and our family. We have to stay as healthy as possible to stay out of the medical system. Since we know that doctors are the third leading cause of death. And if you're interested in how to stay healthy, keep listening to this program. And also toward the end of February, I will be doing a symposium on, on ozone. Ozone has many, many beneficial effects, but it can keep us healthy as when used as a preventative. Okay. Is it a miracle? Sure it is. But it, you know, that doesn't say you're not going to have to watch your diet. You're not, not going to have to exercise. You, you, you don't have to, you know, you'll still have to de- live with and decrease your stress. Stress. You'll still have to do the breathing exercises. Like we talked about with Phil Safer, the box breathing. We'll still have to do our meditation, but what a great asset to have ozone in your life. Speaking about ozone, I forgot to give a call out to Missy. Hey, Missy, down there in Jacksonville. I think you'll be uh, experiencing some good effects from ozone once you get involved in that program. So we don't know what effect this EMF pollution is going to take on our health, right? Because you can't see it, you can't hear it, you can't smell it. If you're electrosensitive, you may be able to feel it because you may get itchy every time you come around a lot of EMF. But you know, you can't see electric and you can get electrocuted. It does have an effect. And electromagnetic hypersensitivity is on the rise. Skin itching, huh? Skin burning and tingling. I'm seeing also confusion, poor concentration, and some memory loss. And uh, gosh, everybody's fatigued. Who doesn't have a headache? And we're seeing chest pain. And I'm I'm seeing, not seeing because I'm not practicing right now, but I talk to all the people that I live around and more and more getting atrial fibrillation or some type of heart rhythm abnormality. Other symptoms that have been reported for hypersensitive people for EMF are ear pain, insomnia, as I said, tinnitus, ringing in the ears, unrelenting dizziness, and panic attacks. But who's studying it? Who's aware of it? Which of your physicians, your primary care physicians, is going to delve into this problem and take and direct you to a meter that could actually measure this. And we'll talk a little bit next week about mitochondrial damage, which probably, you know, they are the work horses of the cell. 
If the cell membrane is the brain of the cell, the mitochondria are the workhorses. And they're damaged by the CMF. And there's lots of articles out there about mitochondrial damage from the EMF, especially at Green Med Info. So, you know, slowly but surely, you, you know, you say, well, I'm getting older. I'm, I, should, I shouldn't have as much energy. Well, baloney. Just because you're getting older shouldn't mean you're getting sicker. And if you look at the numbers, I mean, electros, people that are complaining of electrosensitivity has gone up and up and up. So a lot of physicians and writers are believing that EMF exposure is one of the greatest challenges to public health facing us today. I do recommend The Invisible Rainbow, The History of Electricity and Life by Arthur Firstenberg, F-I-R-S-T-E-N-B-E-R-G, just to get a feel for what electricity has done, the good and the bad, and maybe become more aware of what this 5G rollout is going to do for us. Do we really need, are we going to sacrifice our health for this fifth generation technology? That's going to produce additional health risks. Don't we have enough already? And 5G will be able to penetrate into your skin a little bit. That's why it's used for non-lethal crowd control systems. Again, it's, a, it's been linked to a suppressed immune function. In my opinion, critical. Absolutely critical. So we have to learn how to live without the wireless. We have to be more wired. Okay. And just, just to give you a little perspective, you know, babies are born now with more than 200 chemical toxins in their bodies. Babies, how many do you think the older people have? How many have we accumulated? Do you think maybe some of these are causing some, some of our chronic diseases? Well, I think they did, they are. But while all those toxins are harmful and creating chronic disease and body damage, Something we don't talk about enough, except, you know, turn off the Wi-Fi, you know, don't put your phone up to your head. Is this insidious pollutant that we that we call electromagnetic radiation. And maybe after a show like this, you'll take it serious, but we have to do it every day. You know, because we have, we've heard it's been bad for us, but how serious are we taking it? Because if we took it serious, we wouldn't be carrying our cell phones in our pockets. If they are, you'd put them, you'd put them in airplane mode. We wouldn't be talking on them for hours a day if we took it serious. 
we wouldn't keep our Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi routers in our homes on all day long if we took it serious. We wouldn't have a smart meter installed in our house if we took it serious. So what, what, what's our excuse? Well, we have to function in this world. It's part of part of the new world. There's nothing much I can do about it. But you know, it's a silent, invisible toxin that you, you won't feel immediately. It won't affect your body immediately. And we don't really believe that it's all that harmful. It's just Dr. Ron talking about it. But it is. There's, there's more and more evidence coming out daily. How about if I told you it could be associated with Alzheimer's disease and memory loss? Will that get your attention? So there was something else that caught my attention today that made me want to talk about this. And if I can find it, I'll, I'll read it. If I can't, I'll just tell you. It's something called, somebody called the rapid aging syndrome. Because of the way the EMF affects our cells, it makes them age faster than normal. Therefore, it makes you age faster than normal. So if you want to age fast, don't take any of this serious. You know, I know we should be focused on EMFs and brain cancer, but it affects every part of our health and our vitality. There's something from Dr. Havis, one of the most respected EMF scientists, by the way, quote, people who live closest to the cell phone antennas experience the following symptoms more often than those who live further away. Fatigue, sleep disturbance, headaches, feeling of discomfort, difficulty concentrating, depression, memory loss, visual disruptions, irritability, hearing disruptions, skin problems, cardiovascular problems, dizziness, loss of appetite, movement difficulties, and nausea. Sound pretty serious to me. And that's occurring in younger people. Now, so now you can't have the excuse, well, I'm just getting older. And it's really hard to get into an, uh, an environment that doesn't have these EMFs. But if if you're really sensitive to it and you can find an environment, maybe at the beach, have your kids bury you in the sand, you'll see how good your feeling is. If you can get grounded, you'll remember how you used to feel when you were healthy. You'll get that mitochondrial energy back. You'll find you probably, you know, study show, you won't look so old. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, I just, I don't want to beat a, beat a horse to death, but the electromagnetic field, electromagnetic pollution is real. 
So if you can, not if you can, you must turn off that Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi router at night. If you can, it'd be good to shut off the, the circuit breaker to your bedroom and not have any dirty electricity around. It is imperative that you don't put a, your cell phone in your bedroom. Imperative that you don't, you keep that electric clock, if you need it, more than three feet away from your head. It's imperative that you use an EMF blocker over that Wi-Fi router while it's on. It'll decrease the range, but it also decrease the intensity. Try and have a place in your house, typically your bedroom, with no television, nothing. Okay. And not to go into that too, but you know, EMF will also destroy your melatonin. So that's another reason why you don't sleep good at night. And you know, melatonin is the best antioxidant out there, better than vitamin C, and it has more cancer fighting ability. So we need that melatonin. Wear your blue blocking lenses if you have to watch television past 9.30 or 10 o'clock. These are things we can do that don't cost money. Turn the Wi-Fi router off. If you use your phone and you don't have an air a tubed uh, ear, ear set, keep it away as far away from you as possible using the speakerphone. Keeping your cell phone near your head not only can cause cancers and tumors, it also opens up the blood-brain barrier allowing toxins to get into your brain and that's not good all right like we talked about last week your brain has a detoxifying system and it works at night after your deep sleep sleep your brain contracts 60 percent squeezing out all those toxins you know i would think people that use use a cell phone and don't have a clean eating pattern i don't no doubt in my mind their brain doesn't completely detoxify at night And detox has got to be part of our healthy living program. All right. I think you got the message. I hope you've gotten the message. So with that, thank you. Uh, I can't pronounce your name. His Johnny for joining in today. This, this program will be heard tomorrow at 4 PM on Podbean. We'll have Dr. Jaffe on February 7th. And I think you'll really enjoy him. He's been on before and he really, uh, he's a really entertaining and educated speaker. And then we'll do our Ozone podcast on uh, February 28th. So stay tuned. Follow our podcast so you'll get notified. Okay. Practice your breathing. Takes 21 days to form a habit. And if you can do that box breathing, four seconds in, hold for four seconds, four seconds out, hold for four seconds. Stimulate that parasympathetic nervous system so you get calmed down. You'll be a lot healthier. Okay. Freddie will take us home. Remember, we are on most podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify. Just ask for Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Ron Rumble and BitChute, by the way.
Okay. See you next week. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.